devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for a shoot to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind. He was willing to make a deal. When he came across these shoot brothers, they were talking and getting hot. So the devil jumped off from the very top rope and said, boys, let me tell you what. And the shoot brothers said, what? <laughs> what? Uh, yes, no, that's right. We've met the devil himself. And... Uh, how did it go? We'll tell you at the end of the show. But in the meantime, uh, we got a devilishly good show for you here. We got tons of gossip. Double or nothing's coming up. Uh, in your house, NXT is announced. Uh, Hell in a Cell. Tons of shit going on here. I mean, that's wrestling, right? <laughs> Baby, that's wrestling. <laughs> Baby, that's wrestling. I'm Cameron Osborne. Uh, his name uh, <laughs> is Mike the Shoe Shepherd. That's right. I was so wrapped up in that. Man, that was that. Then that that, that was a, that was a fantastic introduction. That was no. That was yes. that was that was great. Loved that a lot, <laughs> Mike. Uh, like you said, we're here. Uh, it's episode one eighty four. 184. We have a lot of great things to look forward to. I realized we we zipped right past 182, and I, I didn't make. I feel like I didn't make the obvious reference. Uh, yeah, a Blink-182 type of oh. Devil Went Down to Georgia-style intro. I feel like it was of a missed course. opportunity on my part, so I don't know. We're going to have to wait for the next kind of music <laughs> number. Um. Um. <laughs> like, is, there, is there anything? 290624. Uh, episode 624 <laughs> is the next one we're going to be able to uh, give. But yeah, we got a great show coming up because all of these things are happening soon. Uh, for a second, I thought Double or Nothing was this weekend, uh, <laughs> like halfway through to a couple days ago. And I was kind of like, yeah. So I mean, it's the long weekend. You would have thought they might have. I, 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 well, I think the following weekend is Memorial Day weekend. I think the the two weekends are one apart from each other. Oh, uh, I guess so. It happens. works more on their calendar. Because it is on a Sunday. Motherfuckers. So, I mean, they swap. They don't really. They Saturday, Sunday. They go back and forth. <laughs> if they go back and forth, they don't care what they're doing. So let's get into the show. Let's kick off the uh, let's kick off a wrestling week. Well, let's kick off wrestling week the way that we always do, which is by crowning a brand new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. <laughs> well, yeah, I think maybe <laughs> last week, maybe two weeks ago. Um, That's all good. <laughs> It's, I mean, sometimes we sometimes I, we wait until a certain moment pops up. Exactly, so. right? Exactly. Um, but uh, new Tweet League champion is going. I, I, we're going a little different. We're going a little different this week because new Tweet League champion is uh, coming up from Dustin Rhodes. Legend. Legend in the field, in the fame. <laughs> uh, he tweeted what was it three days ago? Uh, today is a huge milestone for me. I have 14 years clean and sober with uh, from drugs and alcohol. Believe me when I say this for you who are struggling, you cannot do it alone. Seek help and keep on stepping. Keep stepping. Keep stepping. Congratulations. Yeah. That was a big congratulations out there. You know what? In a, in a, in, in a world <coughs> of negativity, it's nice to hear that some, uh, some good things are out there happening, you know? Absolutely. Call me crazy. You Call know? me crazy. And they no, called me I crazy mean, before. They have, <laughs> but Dustin Rhodes, you are the uh, hey uh, hey one time uh, Tweety League champion. One time, getting but, your foot uh, in the door is easy. I feel like anyone's gotten their fucking foot in the door. <laughs> One Lorkin yeah, but, has gotten his foot in the door, uh, yeah. but you know, working your way up the ranks. Now, 
No, that's the hard part. Yeah. But no, great message from Dustin Rhodes, locker room leader. And you know, you know, there's uh he's he's someone that people can, can probably come and talk to if they have issues with struggles with this sort of thing. I'm sure he's an open book. Very so. yeah, very much so. And uh also very recent wrestler of the week, uh Dustin Rhodes also at at his age still able to drop 18 minute bangers yeah I mean only just a couple years removed from one of the greatest matches of all time I uh, and people have said that that aren't just you so it's no, gotta I mean, be hey. true <laughs> you don't feel the same way yeah that man that one uh that 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 one hit hard that one hit hard yeah yeah uh, so that's all I got for Tweet of the Champion. Congratulations. <laughs> um, do we, uh, let's get into the wrestling week then. Shall we, yeah. Mike? I think you were real excited about this. Coming well, in I mean... hot. <laughs> uh, and one of my personal favorite theme songs, uh, that we never <laughs> get to hear <coughs> on, um, uh, on the Shrew Brothers <laughs> podcast. Uh, let's take a little trip around the ring. Around the ring, 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 around the ring. Yeah, I mean, I just felt this week there was a lot of news going on. You know uh, what? So and it just... it was a segment that I think initially started off a little more frequent, and then you know we we'll get we'll cover it when we get there. We got shit to do, people. But uh, yeah. sometimes news is so big, uh, you can't help <laughs> but um, uh, but address it. So, Mike, uh, take it away. Yeah, we'll build our way up to the big story. Or I guess one of the first big stories coming out: uh, Rick Flair, Richard Fleer. <laughs> is set to wrestle what's being billed as his last match ever at 73 years young. Um, uh, looks like he's 90. <laughs> he takes a bump like, like he's, he's 90. 90. I mean, <laughs> I saw the little a, clip of him getting uh, him getting dropped down there. Him and Jay Lethal. Yeah, yeah I saw him some and of Jay that. Lethal. Who's the match against? Do we know? <laughs> we don't know yet. I'm. I'm, uh, I'm all signs point to it being a tag match or a six-man tag of some sort. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you got to book this. I don't know where they are. I'm sure certain states wouldn't even allow this, like the insurance or the athletic commission, whatever you got to go On a 72-year-old man? Well, who let, who, well, I mean, Texas let uh, Vince take a stunner. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Vince is the same age, but he doesn't have a pacemaker in his chest like Ric Flair. And Vince somehow looks 20 years He wasn't years in younger. a 10-day coma two years ago <laughs> yeah. like Ric Flair. Good point, good but, point. <laughs> anyways, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to pay for it, but I'll probably watch it just out of curiosity, I mean. Oh, it, it, it has potential of being one of the most watched matches of the year. Uh, just I think Ric Flair, he's, he might, I think he wants to go Mickey Rourke at the end of The Wrestler. He wants, he wants to end it in the ring. <laughs> Yeah, he, wants, he wants to die. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, how else is he going to get out of all his debts? Uh, I don't know. Let's let's keep, move on here. Uh, we don't talk about it much these days, but some New Japan drama. Did you see Kota Ibushi kind of having a little bit of a Twitter spat? Uh, uh, saying some harsh words? Spat saying harsh words in a difficult uh, show translation. Uh, yeah, Google, I mean, translate Google, figure something. figure shit out. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the gist sounds like there's issues between Coda and, I don't know, the bookers or something there. But uh, 
I'm saying, hey, come on over to America. We'd love to have you here in AEW. <laughs> yeah, it seemed um, that they were conspirating. I don't know, working, doing shady things. Yeah. Not being fair, you know, I don't know. Pushing the wrong <laughs> yeah. guy. Either way, just the fact that Kota Ibushi was speaking out on Twitter seemed like a big thing. Yeah, he doesn't him. seem like someone who uh, who talks a lot. Yeah, and on that same note, you had MJF spouting off about uh, his contract coming up in 2024. And I mean, MJF's kind of always in character, but I feel like a lot of what he's saying is true here. Word is he's unhappy, he's underpaid. All these guys come in making 10 times the money he is, and he's on TV every week as much, if not more, than all of them. So, yeah. I mean, we all thought the Cody shit was a work, and look how that went. So this AE, this MJF 2024 thing might have some... Uh... Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough one. That's a, that's a bit of a tough one. I feel like it's... I feel like... Well, okay, well, is it, where are we on the shoot meter then? <laughs> I'm kind of right in the middle. Okay, because uh, I'm more on the uh, on the work. I'm 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 on the work meter right now. Like I think he's still speaking in character, but he's still speaking what he believes. And and then guess what? Twenty twenty four. It's pretty much just going to be both pe- both guys are going to back the Brinks truck up, and just kind of pick which one you want. I don't think I. You know. I mean. You know what I'm saying. <clears throat> Yeah, at the end of the day, they'll get the job done. He'll stay. It's kind of like a great player on a rookie contract, right? And then, like, you know, Sidney Crosby's in his second year. He's got, like, 120 points. Yes, he should. If in a point-to-dollar value, he should be making yeah. more than, you know, 750000 a year. But in the sense of that is how in which a contract is set up and scaled. Like Scotty well, Pippen. You know what I'm saying? It's a Scotty Pippen thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, either way, it's just uh, it's something that he put out there, so it's mm-hmm. there, but we'll see. And, of course, the big news, we'll talk more about it on Raw, but Sasha Banks, Naomi, walking out live during an episode of Monday Night Raw. And uh, just tons of stories coming out afterwards, but uh, WWE releasing a statement, too, pretty much throwing them under the bus pretty hard. and this whole thing, the waters are very muddy here into what actually happened and what's going on. Yeah, I don't I don't get I don't get it. I don't understand. But that's okay. Yeah. It's okay to not understand I mean, things. Yeah, the gist is, I mean, they're the tag champs. They want them to treat the belt seriously like the rest of us and they're like, "Why are we being booked in a main event and doing singles titles matches?" And yeah, I don't know. Apparently, they couldn't come to agreement and they walked out and I mean, this is all just hearsay, but that's what the word is right now. I mean, do, do they have a? Uh, they probably they probably have a point. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how the whole thing works in the first place. I mean, they're not the first. Uh, I mean, Stone Cold famously walked out, and uh, they were pissed off at him. He didn't come back for over a year. And CM Punk walked out, never returned to WWE. So, <laughs> wow. Tony Tony Storm was on television one day and then not and not in the company She's the got next. A pie in her face and yeah, and she was done. But uh, yeah, the statement WWE released after was very unusual. Was yeah, the, uh, what was the? Uh, I don't get the deal of just like sending a fucking news report about it. You, you yeah, think they, that would be something? You think that would like, be something they'd want to keep under wraps? Yeah, 
I think they were just very pissed and they wanted to get their story out first before Sasha and Naomi could get their side out. And the one part that everyone says is just completely not true is where WWE claimed that part of the reason is they weren't comfortable working with two of the wrestlers that were supposed to be in the six pack. But I mean, they worked with all of them, Asuka, Becky, Dewdrop, Nikki. So I can't think of any of those people who (laughs) wouldn't be. I mean, they've literally wrestled all of them. They wrestled yeah. Nia Jax, for God's sake. So if they, <laughs> they probably the, those same eight women have probably wrestled each other hundreds and like over the years, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. Yeah, but I did check WWE.com. They're still listed as the champions. They haven't been stripped of their tag belts or anything. So okay, who knows? Neither of the two of them, Sasha and Naomi, have spoken yet. But we'll wait and see. But. That was the big Yeah, that was that was the big news of the fucking week. More on that. Hopefully, uh we see them Friday or Monday, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but those are two of your top stars. Especially Sasha. Sasha (laughs) Banks. That was fun. That was fun going around the ring. A lot of news this week. You were right. Particularly newsworthy week, so let's get into uh Let's get into wrestling action, Mike. Which show, uh, where do we want to kick this week off? Uh, uh, yeah, we're kind of... Uh, I guess we can start with AEW. Uh, we, we got two weeks of Dynamite. We can kind of... Yeah, let's throw them together. down the first week. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess the previous week you had the Owen Hart round one match. Adam Cole, Dax Harwood... Um, yeah, that was just a good old school, old school wrestling match. Uh, Adam Cole gets the win with a sharpshooter for some big heat there, putting Dax Harwood in his hero's move. His hero's maneuver. Oh. Yeah. What so a- Adam Cole advances. Uh, and then you had CM Punk. We were in Long Island, New York, and he comes out wearing an Islanders jersey. <laughs> But then he turns around and it's John Tavares. A John Tavares jersey. <laughs> that's a that's a deep pull. That is a deep pull. Yeah. That was great work. It would have been funny if he took it off and underneath was a Toronto Tavares jersey just for the double <laughs> one. The, du- the double but, heat. Yeah. But uh, then he stuck around. He had a good match against John Silver. Uh, yeah, beat him there. Uh, then we had the, the long-awaited debut of Danhausen. Uh, singles competition against Tony Nice, but I was very disappointed. He got beaten like two minutes. Very Mark quick. Sterling. No, that was him. that was less than that. It was it was like thirty seconds. It was like thirty seconds. Yeah. So I'm like all this time, and they job him out. I was a little disappointed, but uh, I guess it was to set up the story after where uh, Sterling and Nice they beat up Danhausen. Hook comes, makes the save, and. Uh, yeah, Housen give reaches out his hand. Hook accepts, so it looks like Hook Housen is real. Hook Hook Housen is real, and I'm sure you you can buy the shirt at AEWshop.com. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they've already booked them for the buy-in for Double or Nothing, so it's happening. The two of them is that it? Yeah. Like uh, like Tony Nice and Sterling against uh, taking on these two. I think so. That makes sense. That would make sense. First time I've seen Sterling fight. That's how you set up the angle, baby. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Anyways, yeah. After that, you had a contract signing with Wardlow and MJF, and it ends up being the same thing. Uh, More, more uh, labors of Wardlow, I guess. 
10 yeah. lashings, yeah, cage so match, Sean Spears. <laughs> it's all so, the same shit we did. It's always the same, but uh, what else was important on this? Uh, uh, the main event, I guess. Yeah. No, Tony Storm first. Tony hmm. Storm beats Jamie Hayter to advance to the semifinals. Uh, and then, yeah, the main event, Darby Allen, Jeff Hardy, who's now 6-0 and in his AEW career. Having an Owen Hart qualifier, uh, or no, not qualifier, quarterfinal match. But this one's anything goes. I guess they agreed to it, so why not? And, I mean, these are two very similar styles, just reckless abandoned daredevils. There was uh, ma- there was makeup everywhere. Painted faces, there was yeah. paint, face paint everywhere. On everyone, on everything. Yeah. Uh, and then on the outside, Darby sets up eight chairs, two rows of four. The uh, classic brings, chair table. <laughs> yeah, this was like the chair uh, dinner table. Dinner table. <laughs> the chair picnic uh, table. <laughs> and then Hardy brings out a giant ladder. This was a huge ladder. Uh, he sets it up in the middle of the ring, but then Darby knocks him down, lays Jeff on top of those eight chairs, climbs to the top of the massive ladder, and hits this crazy swanton bomb onto jeff onto the chairs uh darby just whips down that had to hurt i mean it's a good thing he weighs like 130 pounds still. <laughs> there's not much there's not much to, to fall yeah but huge bump there both men are down for a long time crowds loving it uh they get back into the ring darby goes for a coffin drop uh but jeff moves so darby slams himself on the apron and uh, Jeff puts Darby on the steps, goes for a swanton bomb, but Darby moves, and Jeff just nails himself on the stairs. And So that was his big bump. Darby follows up with a coffin drop, makes the cover, gets a two count, but then Jeff counters with a crucifix and gets the three. So Jeff Hardy wins. Huge upset. I big guess. upset win. Yeah, but uh, Darby, Jeff Hardy. Darby Allen doesn't lose much. Not much. Not and, much. Uh, but I guess, you know, Jeff Hardy is the only guy in the tournament to have actually wrestled Owen Hart. So he's moving on to the semifinals. Oh, I guess he was he was probably the only eligible uh, person. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Probably him and maybe Jericho. I don't know if Jericho did or not. I'm sure they wrestled a match together. <laughs> Somewhere. Uh, but on that AEW page, let's jump over to Rampage. Rampage. Six man tag Death Triangle took on Butcher Blade Mark Quinn. Uh, yeah, just typical fast pace. Phoenix was flipping all over. Uh, <laughs> they hit their finisher. Pack hits the Black Arrow, gets the three. And then the House of Black just show up and disappear. They didn't really do anything. Yeah, classic House of Black, uh, you know, unclear on motives. They're starting to stall a little bit. Starting to stall a little bit. Uh, I love the performers, but they're not they've got nothing going right now. Yeah, really. they got, they got they got all the makings, all the trappings of something yeah. interesting. Uh yeah, Sean Spears took on Bear Boulder. This feels like it should be on dark, but uh <laughs> Yeah, you know what? He, he, Sean, Sean Spears is a cool entrance. I'm gonna say it. He's a yeah, the, the yeah. song is like all <laughs> like most of the other AW songs. Like it's just it's not good. 
Uh, <laughs> but the entrance visually, like, remember there, what was it? The, the, the second stadium stampede when it was, yeah. I guess it was pinnacle against the pre, uh, the Jericho prequel association. Uh, inner circle inner circle yeah. and there was that whole bit the way like where sammy walks into this room and yeah. sean's Spe- and like west the side light, story it something. felt like a broadway <laughs> production i gotta say yeah. uh, you know yeah we it should have been a dark match <laughs> but he's got a damn good best entrance uh shooty 2022 <laughs> best entrance yeah that could be a good one uh, i think that could be a good one you know because hey just pyro and two and a half minutes at mania is that better than sean spears is per- the, per- the performance i don't know could don't be know for, could be up for debate uh, <laughs> anyways no debate on who gets the win here it's sean spears and then we move along to the women's quarterfinals in the owen hart reho versus ruby soho good match a uh, bunch of big high angle suplexes. These ladies just land in high on their necks and yeah, got into a real nice pace there at the end. A bunch of big moves. Ruby hits the Blade Runner, gets the big win, advances to the final four. I'm glad they finally found a name for that thing. And they find they finally found a name for it, <laughs> eh? Yeah. Or maybe it's a different one. I don't know. But either way, Ruby's moving on. Uh, we had Tony Schiavone in the ring to talk to Jade Cargill and her baddies. Uh, and Tony lets us know that Hikaru Shida was injured in her street fight against Serena Deeb. So she cannot face Red Velvet in the first round of the Owen Hart tournament. So her replacement will be Chris Statlander. So, right, because we, have the, because, she because we have this new and improved Chris Statlander, right? That we know nothing about still. She just wears dark clothes now. That's yeah, I mean. it's kind of like I'm a dark, I'm, I'm like an evil alien. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah, it's as, it's as good as a replacement as you can do. And mm-hmm. she should have been in the tournament to begin with. But uh, that was also another piece of drama we didn't cover at the beginning. Because after Rampage, Sheeta went on Twitter and said, uh, I've already had four matches since that street fight. And I just finished uh, another match here. So I'm not injured, but... Sorry, I can't be in the tournament, so I don't know. Huh. It was kind of weird. Yeah, so some sort of miscommunication there. But either way, sheet is out, Statlander's in. Okay, okay, I, I, didn't, <coughs> I didn't hear about that. Yeah. And then the main event of the episode, Scorpio Sky defending his newly won TNT title against former friend, former partner, Frankie Kazarian. Uh, so lots of familiarity chemistry here. Good back and forth bouts, and uh, Kazarian gets a couple big near falls, uh, locks him in this cross face chicken wing, and Sky's in trouble. He's starting to fade, but that's when Dan Lambert runs out, distracts the ref as Scorpio passes out. So Kazarian should have the match one, but then Ethan Page nails Frankie in the head with the title belt. Sky falls right on top of him. Kazarian, or yeah. Ref makes the count, but Kazarian kicks out. So Sky picks him up, hits the TKO to get the win. And afterwards, uh, Sky and Ethan Page are in each other's face. They're arguing. He doesn't like that interference. But then Sky nails Frankie with the belt. So Scorpio is just playing. He's actually a heel. He's flip flopping all over the place. <laughs> uh, and then Sammy Guevara makes the uh, save for Frankie. Woof. We're like, what? No, we're not cheering for you, Sammy. What the fuck is going on? And the two of them. The two of them, too. And these stupid coats. I heard Ty and stupid coats they were wearing. 
I don't know. What the hell's going on in this feud? I thought Scorpio was going face. He's going back. The title's all over the place. Just get it away from these two. Just get well, yeah, I think it's they, they want to keep it clear that he's in the hunt for it. Ah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't like the end. The match was fine. Everything after the match. I yeah, the crowd was stoked. But <laughs> yeah, as soon yeah. as as soon as Sam McVar came out, you could just see people walking away. And I think him and Ty are like the mixed Triple A tag champs now or something. Oh, and that's, that's fun. Triple A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way to go. Way they to go. They just give titles guys. to anyone. They don't even want their bone belts. They just yeah, give and they don't even want them. Kenny Omega had it for two and a half years <laughs> or something. Yeah. Uh, so let's go to the other Friday night show. Smackdown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for Smackdown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. We used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just Smackdown Live. Starting off with RK Bro. Uh, Randy Orton continues to be one of the hottest guys on the planet. On the planet Earth. <laughs> when it comes... They're just chanting like I feel bad for Riddle because they're just they're not even chanting RK Bro anymore. They just chant Randy. When <laughs> yeah. Ever since that video package, he yeah. has been on fire. <laughs> uh, so they cut a promo on the Usos, <sighs> saying they have they have no balls to make decisions for themselves. So come on out, come on out, Roman. But Sami Zayn comes out instead, and he's wearing a Bloodline shirt. He thinks he's part of the group. And, uh, just starts saying some disparaging marks. So Riddle says, "Hey, your hair looks like rust," and the crowd chants, "Rusty." And they end up booking uh, Sammy versus Riddle right there. If Riddle wins, RK Bro get the unification match against the Usos. Uh, Sammy says, "Okay, but not tonight." Adam Pierce says, "Sammy, you can't be making deals on behalf of the Bloodline, but I can still make you fight Riddle." So they have the match. Uh, yeah, pretty good. Riddle gets the win. And then afterwards, yeah, I guess, yeah, that was pretty much it. Riddle wins. Yeah, that was, that was, <laughs> that was pretty much it. <laughs> uh, Didn't Sami Zayn new... do the sympathizing with Roman Reigns thing before? I yeah, swear. I swear we've seen that. Not to say, you know, what, just, I was thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. No, I think he did it back in January or something. Hmm. And then he got a title shot. and then he Yes, there it was. And then Johnny Knoxville. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ronda Rousey comes out with her newly won SmackDown title. And yeah, just talks about the big win over Charlotte. And I'm going to be a fighting champ. So let's do an open challenge right here, right now. So we get a championship match answered by uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Big opportunity here. Uh, she's got the height. She's got the power advantage. But she's not been to the top of the mountain like Ronda. So. Uh, still some stuff to learn, but she does pretty good in there. Hits a big boot. Goes for a power bomb, but Ronda counters into a pin. Gets a three. But nice showing for Raquel here. Raquel, uh, what is it? What did you say? Rodriguez? Rodriguez, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, double R versus double R. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta remember that. I gotta kind of get that into my brain. Yeah, and then we kind of learn about how these open challenges work. Because uh, we go backstage, we're Shotzi talking to Adam Pierce, saying, "Hey, I was on the way to the ring to answer that challenge when Raquel just pushed me and stole the opportunity." And then Aaliyah walks up and is like, "Whoa, I was on the way, and you locked me in the locker room." So 
It's pretty much what we thought. It's just a race. If you get up there, they play your music. It's, I think I, 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 I truly believe Fit Finley is the gatekeeper. And if you have yeah. anything you want to say to anybody at any time, you kind of have to like it's a line. <laughs> it's a lineup system. There's yeah. no budding. You're allowed to lock. No budding. So, you're, no budding. This but, made it seem like the. But you're allowed I mean, to lock someone in their locker room. It's kind of like as soon as you enter, like as soon as like he is the end point. You know, you, yeah. you, you know. So. I want to see like a rat race episode of just <laughs> all the wrestlers going across the country <laughs> trying to get to it. <laughs> yeah, I want trying to get to Fit I Finley. Want, <laughs> I, I want to episode of Monday Night Raw where in picture in picture is live is live cameras on all the wrestlers, <laughs> all the performers, yeah. so I can see like what do you what do you th- are you watching are you watching the television sideways are you ready to go. <laughs> It's a um, mad, 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 mad. It mad brings order. up a lot of good questions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got Caleb Braxton in the ring to interview Madcap Moss over his uh, big win over Corbin at Backlash. And that's when Corbin shows up, hits him with a chair, wraps the chair around Madcap's neck, and then slams the Andre the Giant trophy down on the chair, just crushing Madcap's larynx, windpipe, everything. <laughs> Very dangerous. Ex- extremely. It's, you know, it's uh, under the Giants' elbows were famously pointy. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, yeah, he almost broke his neck legit a few months ago. So that's a good point. Yeah, they might have already been a crack. It either way, you get to stretch it out. So the neck brace. Crack it. <laughs> uh, Sasha and Naomi. They're here on SmackDown to fight Shayna and Natalia for the women's tag titles. Maybe for the last time ever. Who knows? Hmm. Uh doesn't matter they retain here we move on to kofi kingston taking on butch ends up being a pretty good match kofi hits the sos butch kicks out outside the ring sheamus hits uh xavier with a brogue kick so that distracts kofi butch grabs him from behind hits the bitter end to get the win so probably the best match for butch so far yeah, actually having him in a match and not off to the side, be acting like a little pit bull. <laughs> yeah. So that was nice. Uh, and then to close the show, you had the bloodline come out, and Roman's just like, man, we've done smashed everybody. Tribal Chief is untouchable. Uh, but the Usos, you got yourselves a challenge on the table from RK Bro, so what are you going to do? But before Us can answer, uh... RK Bro come out and Randy tells Reigns John Cena is 10 times a superstar you'll ever be and we're going to win those tag titles we're going to unify them into one set of belts which is kind of interesting uh, and Usos accept the challenge we're going to do this match next Friday we're not even waiting for the pay-per-view we're not even, we're not even waiting uh, that makes me think something's going to happen though and then they're just going to book it for the pay-per-view <laughs> well of course Mike uh, we know we know this is how it works <laughs> but they're still going they, they did mention you know yeah unifying the titles like they haven't given up on this title unification match yeah and they even explicitly said one set of belts not going to carry around four because I guess that's a lot uh, but anyways and then at the very end Riddle he shoots his shot he just sees Reigns open hits him with a big knee uh, and then RK bro sneak off so they get the butter of the bloodline here mm-hmm. Riddle Starting some beef with Roman one-on-one there. Why the hell not? Everyone else got to do it. Uh, Randy Orton had a line um, saying to Randy or, or saying to Roman, I just noticed I'm way taller than you. 
<laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was a good line. Because you can't, middle. you can't be. <laughs> it's gonna come you know, out of nowhere too. It got you know. It's yeah. Winners, losers. If someone's taller than you, or you know, you're looking at a bald man and you're like, I have hair. <laughs> you know, it's you, yeah. You can say whatever you want, but I have hair. Yeah. No matter how hard you work out, you can't just grow. <laughs> you can't just put inches. three inches on your shins. Believe me, I tried. Nope. <laughs> and that was the episode of SmackDown. That was all of SmackDown. Um, Hell in a Cell is, is still like three weeks away. Yeah, we got a couple more weeks to June, build. June 5th. Yeah, that's hmm. why I guess two weeks, the week after Double or Nothing. That's correct. Yeah. Oh, big, 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 uh, big week. Oh, my God. It's going to be one of those classic big weeks. <laughs> that was fantastic. All right. So we're all uh, we're all caught up. What should we do now? Should we should we hop over to the next show or should we take a break? What do we think? Uh, I guess we can take a quick break and then do a second half. Yeah, sure. Let's take a quick break. We're going to come back second half. We got Monday Night Raw. We're at XD 2.0, AEW Dynamite, so uh, you're going to want to stick around. Back here with the second half of the show, folks. Thanks for sticking it out through the break. And uh, still three shows to go for the rest of this one uh and this will be our last kind of scheduled normal show because as you know as we all know we got to do the preview show and then you come back and do the the wrap-up show or you know sorry sorry the uh, the post show <laughs> and yeah. uh before we know it we'll be right back into this hell pre hell in a cell show and then we're going to saudi and we're doing post shows and pre-shows on the same show show <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Jesus Christ, where does it end? It never ends, folks. Uh, so let's plow our way through the wrestling weekend and make our way to Monday, uh, where I'm I'm looking at the calendar. It's not football season. Nope. So there's, so, uh, so there's only one thing to do on a Monday night, and that's to... I like, mean, there's still playoffs, well, I guess, I guess, NBA. Uh, it's NBA playoffs, yeah, and you could, like, go for a walk. I'm not saying there's, like, nothing <laughs> you can do. You can, play, you can play video games, or you can tune into the USA Network uh, for a little Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw! <laughs> Show yeah. that uh, we're going to be seeing come August twenty second. That's right. Uh, and during the intro, they're running down the evening's card. They put up a, a countdown to Cody. Countdown to Cody. <laughs> uh, One hour fifty five minutes, folks. And even uh, there was a point where it was giving specific seconds too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this this is my new favorite thing, the, co the countdown of Cody. <laughs> it should be it should be on episodes of SmackDown, um, but it's like seventy two hours. When he's not. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah, it's funny. I mean, it seems like a heel thing to do, though. You know, like uh, the Miz, I, uh, like two hours of the Miz TV. Yeah, <laughs> if the Miz does it, he would do it. Yeah, with like animated graphics of like him looking cool. <laughs> but uh, hey, either way, we'll we'll. We'll count down. Uh, we're starting off with a good old steel cage match. You got Omos. You got Bobby Lashley. 
during Lashley's entrance, he's attacked by Cedric Alexander. So uh, Omos going in with the advantage. and Yeah, we get them into the cage. Omos is in control. Lashley fights back, hits a spear, but Omos kicks out. And then later, uh, Lashley, he's climbing up the cage. He's almost over the top when Cedric starts climbing up, uh, attacks him. So Bobby throws him down off the top of the cage into the ring. Uh, and then Bobby goes for a diving splash off the top rope, but Omos catches him midair. I mean, I know Omos is a big guy, but that's still that's a lot of beef to be. Catching. That's a lot of beef <laughs> to be. You know, this isn't the size. This isn't a football. You know, uh, yeah. you're not you're not going long. <laughs> no, but uh, he catches him midair, starts slamming him into the cage walls, uh, and then he just throws him into the cage wall, and the the section just breaks right off, slams to the floor. Uh, but Lashley still is not touching. He's laying on top of the broken cage. But Omos, just standing there like a dope with his mouth open, uh, he could have just rushed out the door, but instead Lashley stands up, hits the ground, and gets the win. <laughs> it gets, so. the, gets the win. Remember that finish in Saudi? Uh, the, it was Br- the Brock Roman thing. Was that? No. Was that Brock? Uh, well, where we, yeah, there was a finish in Saudi between Brock. It was definitely around that Universal Championship. And yeah, they've done it a couple times. Like they went through the cage. cage, but it might have been like a like an actual broken. They actually may have broken the cage. It was one of those type of things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I remember, but I don't remember the details. I don't remember the details of it. Uh, man, t- the biggest part of this fucking feud for me are these video packages. Oh my god, they're making this feud better every week, possibly <laughs> than the actual segments themselves. Uh, the video package got me hyped for this match, and a steel cage is always uh, a little bit, uh, you know, more enthusiastic. Yeah, and you know, I think. This is the third match, and I think all three of them have gotten better as they go. So, you yeah. know, Omos, he's uh, he's doing good. Yeah. But the funniest thing to me on the <laughs> as Lashley was celebrating on his way up the ramp, he taps his head like "I got you" as if he planned. That was his plan all along to get knocked through. My the wall plan all along was to push you yeah. through the cage because I'm so I strong. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, you had theory. Taking on Mustafa Ali, special guest referee is The Miz, but then we pull the switcheroo and Ali ends up facing Veer Mahan. But uh, Mustafa's doing all right at first, but then Theory just keeps interfering and Miz being a dick. Uh, Crooked referee, so it's basically three on one. Veer locks in the cervical clutch, gets the win. And uh, Veer's ready to continue the damage when the Mysterios make the return, come out and stop him. Mm. Haven't seen them in... A month or two? Yeah, in a long, long time. Uh, Mustafa Ali has been on TV every week, uh, but he's one in four. Or sorry, one in three in his last uh, four appearances. Yeah. He's going to get I mean, that. He needs to get that big W over the Miz. That's what he needs. You know, Miz, that's two, what he needs, two straight hopefully. weeks of crooked refs. Yeah. He'll, he'll get his time. Maybe at Hell in a Cell. <laughs> on the pre-show. Well, no, no, the no. Miz is more than pre-show. Yeah, the Miz. He is. Exactly. Uh, then we got Riddle versus Jimmy Uso. Uh, I mean, they've been they've been doing this him and Jay, Jimmy Riddle, too much. Too much, but you know, you're just giving away the tag title match before you even do it. But the wrestling's still good. Uh, they go back and forth. Jimmy makes a pin. Uh, Jay on the outside's trying to 
help with the extra leverage, but the ref catches him, ejects him from ringside. So Jimmy's pissed, uh, and that's when Riddle catches him with an inside cradle to get the three. What do you think is a more dangerous maneuver? I, I wish we could see the stats on this one. The inside cradle or the surprise roll-up? Which is a more, <laughs> like, statistically, what w- actually wins more matches? I, I'm curious. I am here. I am. I wish there was a nerd out there who has, a, like, a nice documented, like, you know, a, a, like ex- Excel spreadsheet or something. Of every yeah. finish of every match ever. Is that too much to ask? Um, I don't think so. I mean, does Cage Match, do they tell you how the match? I know they tell you the winners. Do they say, like, Riddle wins via roll-up? I don't know. It, it never says, yeah, it never says via roll-up. It never says, it, it'll only say pin or submission. You know, a, a roll-up, yeah. I you know, it'll say, like, pin, sub, pin submission, uh, DQ, something like that. But we need, yeah, R-O. For roll up or IC for inside cradle. I don't know. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I imagine the numbers would be pretty similar. It's pretty much the same thing. But uh, Backstage, AJ Styles, Finn Balor approach Liv Morgan and say, hey, you know, we should all work together against this judgment day. Uh, so I'm like, hell yeah. But Liv's like, I got to think about it. But she only thinks about it for 10 seconds because she ends up coming out. <laughs> you'd have to, you'd have to, to be pretty damn stupid. If like if, if AJ Styles kind of says something, <laughs> you kind of do it, right? Like, yeah. I can't imagine not taking his advice. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, she comes out to accompany them. AJ and Finn take on Los Lotharios. And uh, Lotharios lost. They last longer than they probably should have here. They actually hit a bunch of offense, but eventually AJ hits... Phenomenal forearm. Finn hits coup de gras. That gets him the win. And Finn and AJ, they celebrate. They do the too sweet. And then they look at Liv. And she's like, what, me too? And then she joins them, puts up the hand. Triple too sweet. I love it. Everyone's going nuts. Possibly the first ever woman to ever uh, do a too, too sweet. sweet. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I love it. I don't know. They, they wouldn't happen in New Japan. Maybe uh, I, can't, I can't think of anyone who would. I don't think does New Japan even have a women's division? They don't. Yeah, so maybe may, uh, I, I feel like if anyone, it would be Maria Kanellis, and I don't know why. I just think <laughs> I know she her. got her head kicked off by that. Uh, exactly, exactly. I think maybe that's why. I think why. Maybe that, but uh, yeah, I love this group. Live with AJ and Finn. Mm-hmm. So. Get more of that. We go backstage. Chad Gable and Otis approach Kevin Owens. They got the results of the DNA test. They ran last week. They had a strand of Ezekiel's hair and mm-hmm. Elias's uh, as well. But uh, the paper, they open it up. It says the results were contaminated by barbecue sauce. And Kevin Owens says, I saw you eating pork sandwich last week, Otis. So, ah. oh, Otis, easy blame. Come on, Otis. Come on, man. Come this on. Is, this is serious. You can't wash your goddamn hands for five seconds. <laughs> I don't know. Let's go. Did you have more to say about Otis? No, I don't think so. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's go to Sonya Deville taking on Alexa Bliss, who uh, got some new theme music, got some lyrics now. I didn't really catch any of the words, but okay, I didn't notice ly- I didn't notice lyrics. Uh, yeah, hmm. something new. Uh, countdown update: fourteen minutes, eleven seconds to Cody. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna. Oh, thanks for the god. Oh, thanks for the quick update. I was really worried. 
Now we should pull out a stopwatch and see if they actually nailed it to the Ooh, second. Oh, okay, okay. I uh, <laughs> I like that. I like that. If as soon as you know you see countdown to Cody, you got to kind of yeah. like start your phone or whatever. Okay. Let's see. If it... like <laughs> uh, anyway, Sonya Alexa, pretty good match. Lots of stiff slaps to the face, kicks. They go back and forth until Bliss hits her big DDT, gets the win. Uh, Sonya's pissed after, and she slaps the ref. That's going to lead to some punishment, though. Uh, at least at least a $50,000 fine, I can tell you that much. Uh, <laughs> every single week, Sonya Deville looks like a character, like a tertiary character from a Matrix movie. <laughs> yeah, I can see that look. It's a good look. All kind of black. Kind it's of just, outfit. yeah, kind of black and different. Like, nobody in the Matrix's outfit is the same, but they're all black. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the countdown is over. Cody Rhodes is here. He comes out, talks about Seth Rollins, and goes over their history. And back in 2012, Rollins came in and he won everything. He shattered the glass ceiling, going way beyond what Cody had done in the company. But uh, my story is different. I didn't win much until recently. I lost. I clawed. I painted my face with a smile while being dead inside. Looking up at the lights, most light nights, but he endured and he learned that he's never going to be the American dream, so why not embrace the nightmare? The crowd cheers big and chants Cody, and Cody says, how about we finish this? You and me, Rollins, hell in a cell. And then Rollins <laughs> cackles, <laughs> appears on the Tron, and he accepts the match, so... Thank God, thank God we waited for uh, the countdown. Uh, th- yeah, <laughs> this was one of those classic Cody Rhodes promos. Good, but probably a little too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was passionate. I mean, he's always a good delivery. But, yeah, and uh, also when he's like, let's finish this, I'm kind of like, you won you won both, bud. What, uh, what are you trying to finish? What are you trying to prove? Yeah, I mean, even if Rollins wins, you're still up on him. You're so. still, yeah, 2-1. Way to go. You won the best of three. Yeah. Uh, let's go go on to Ezekiel taking on Chad Gable and uh, we put up on the screen we see a picture of Zeke and Elias together so there's your evidence there's your evidence right there folks (laughs) it's a photo yeah looked real to me so uh, Zeke and Gable have a good match here Uh, Zeke just doing a bunch of the power moves so Otis ends up interfering on the outside to help out Gable and Gable jumps off the top rope when Ezekiel hits the big rising knee, just like Elias used to do, which Kevin Owens is freaking out. He's like, that's Elias' move right there. Uh, Yeah, but uh, after that, he rolls up Gable, gets the three. I even like Ezekiel, his, his, his entrance music even sounds generic. Like, it's like he's just this total middle of the road wrestler. Uh, but he's actually. Oh, I love this. I love this. I hope that this is the work of the year, and then this is actually his twin brother. If if honestly, if this is uh, a a different person, let's say a twin. Let's say, let's say, okay. Yeah. Is that maybe the work of ever? <laughs> it could be. Like of uh, all, like uh, at least one of the all-time greatest works. <laughs> Yeah, if they could keep that a secret, if then somehow definitely. this can remain a secret, 
Um, or if it's like the the prestige and they've just got this it's a prestige situation <laughs> uh, match if vince mcmahon had prestige uh type type things uh he would have cloned uh, a thousand john cena's by now oh yeah <laughs> they're out there that's how he's in so much shit that's how he's doing that's how that's how dwayne the rock johnson is everywhere vince used prestige technology to put them all over to Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. He did it. Heard it here first. <laughs> then we bring out Lacey Evans to the live audience and she gets a nice ovation, cuts a quick promo, talks about being a Marine, and she wants everyone in the crowd to stand up, applaud for the men and women who serve the country. And they do. They're American. They love their USA. And uh, she thanks the fans for the warm welcome, and she gives her talks about her three W's: wake up, work, win. I ain't better than any of these women, but they ain't better than me, Lacey Evans. So there you go. So I guess that that so that was a babyface promo. I think so. <laughs> okay. I mean, Americans they love the military, so anytime you talk it up, I think they're gonna. Cheer. Well, because yeah, the, the last the promo prior to that was a little. Uh, yeah, before that, they had the ring announcer say, like, Lacey Evans demand you all stand and applaud or something. Which yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So way to go, Lacey. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm ready to see her back in a match, hopefully yeah. soon. Yeah. Uh, but the main event, originally, it was supposed to be the six-pack challenge. We already talked about all the controversy in it. Uh, so at the beginning of the night, they announced that match, but then... At some point, Becky Lynch goes up to Adam Pierce and says, I just saw Sasha and Naomi leaving the building with their suitcases. So at this point, it's still alive. You're like, okay, that's just part of the show. But yeah, then we found out it was real. And Corey Graves is like, that's so unprofessional on commentary. Uh, but you want to talk about professionals. You got Asuka, Becky Lynch, unplanned match. They don't care. They can, they can pull it off. Uh, winner gets a title shot against Bianca. But... Uh, so, yeah, I mean, great match. Uh, it wasn't super long, but they fit a lot in with the time they had. And, uh, yeah, just great wrestling here. Bianca's on the announce table. She gets attacked by Becky. So she tries to get at her, but the ref stops her. And while the ref's busy dealing with Bianca, uh, Becky try goes and grabs Asuka's umbrella that she uses for her entrance and tries to nail her with it. But Asuka counters with the green mist, blinding Becky Lynch, and then a big kick to the head. One, two, three. Asuka has won a title shot. And the way that this match, like in retrospect, the way that this match ended, I don't know why they didn't just make this a fatal four way. Yeah, they could have. Right? Like if two of the six people are leaving, it's like, great. Let's give exact same stakes. Exact same, uh, you know, or just like two less people in the match. Uh, Yeah, because Asuka's going to get her title shot. Probably. At the uh, fucking Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Like, is that, was that not the end, was that the end goal in the first place? I mean, rumor has it, Naomi was supposed to win the match and lose to Bianca Belair. And then Sasha was going to become number one contender and lose to Ronda Rousey. And that was part of their problem. They're like, we're the tag champs. Why are we losing to the people instead of defending our belts? Oh. that's part of the thing, but uh, either way, props to Becky and Asuka. That was a fun little 
fun little finish that they must have just thrown together on the spot or pretty quickly. Cause well, and Sasha and Naomi must listen to the Shoot Brothers, right? Because we're saying <laughs> it every week, why the hell is everyone involved in each other's business? Get out of each yeah. other's business, people. <laughs> yeah. But uh, either way, Asuka Bianca, that's set for Hell in a Cell. Should be a fun match. Yeah. Uh, we've never, uh, a new one, I guess, right? Because Bianca kind of rose to prominence in Asuka's uh, uh, downtime in her injury. Yeah. Time. Yeah. So looking forward to that one. Yeah, me too. Uh, so let's just move on over Tuesday nights 2.0 NXT. NXT. What does it mean? Ba-dum. I don't know, but it's a good wrestling show. NXT, watch and see. Got to tap out a count out of one, two, three. So starting off with a tag match: Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams take on Cameron Grimes and Solo Sokoa. So at least uh, the crowd's on Grimey's side this week, just by being just by default. But (laughs) that's that could have been why they did it. Yeah. You know, uh, so crowd was loving them, but uh, Trick and Mello get a bunch of offense in. Good evenly fought match, but eventually Grimes hits a cave-in, Sokoa hits the big splash, and they get the win. They get the win. And, uh, yeah, like you said, Carmelo Hayes and Cameron Grimes, I think in the last couple of months, have been on every single episode of NXT. These guys are just it kind of it kind of feels like they're carrying a lot of the workload of the weekly to weekly NXT stuff. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, yeah, Carmelo still next in line for that North American title, so we'll see what happens. Uh, they and, do formally announce mm-hmm. in your house coming up the the Saturday the day before Hell in a Cell, so I don't know if it's at the uh CWC if it's going on the road. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, or if it's at the same uh place wherever the cell is gonna be. That'd be a big yeah. that'd be a big step up because that would kind of be back to like NXT the, the the way NXT used to be. <laughs> yeah. Well they did announce NXT's hitting the road, doing house shows and stuff, so at least hopefully that means for tapings and stuff as well. And that'll be great for the we'll see. Uh, the people on the show also. Yeah. And the new guys getting some reps in front of Fresh crowds. Uh, but let's move on to the women's NXT breakout tournament. Round one match. You got Lash Legend taking on Tatum Paxley. And uh, Lash just dominating. She's got the power advantage. Ends up hitting a big pump kick to get the win. Advance to the semifinals. But, Sem- uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm good. still not uh, that hot on Lash Legend, though. She's. No, Doesn't they're they're lot. trying to they're trying to push her though. So, yeah, they like her. I mean, hopefully she can get better. But mm-hmm. uh, NXT champ Braun Breaker comes out, cuts a promo on Joe Gacy. Gacy appears on the balcony with his two red druids, and he responds with the crowd just chanting "Shut the hell up!" And mm-hmm. I'm right there with them. Uh, they end up booking a title rematch for NXT in your house. But with the stip, if Braun gets disqualified, he loses the title. And I'm just thinking, Joe Gacy does not deserve this main event match for In Your House. And it's probably going to be the main event because, yeah, it's the, it's the it's the big championship. But hey, I mean, there's got to be duds every so often, right? You can't have a soft. <laughs> you can't be. Can- we already had a shot, though. I thought we had the dud. We had the dud. Now let's move on to a stud. <laughs> yeah, you could be right. But <laughs> I don't know. 
Uh, I mean, if Gacy's smart, the bell rings. He has one of his druids attack him. He wins the title right there. Hmm. Hmm. But God, I hope not. That'd be that would be uh, crazy if that happened. <laughs> that would be crazy. Be crazy, but then I mean, Braun Breaker. I feel like his time is not going to be long here in NXT 2.0. But I mean, no, you don't think so. Well, who's going to take his place? I don't know. Hopefully not Joe Gacy. Hmm. <laughs> But uh, let's move on. Tag team action. Viking Raiders. Creed Brothers. Uh, Viking Raiders. Is this a permanent? Are they just part of NXT now? Cause I guess they're just on NXT for some reason. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this ends up being a really good match. Big man tag. Uh, Brutus climbs to the top rope. He hits his new signature spot. That straight up just cannonball into the men. That has to hurt because the way he hits the floor, he doesn't even unwrap. He just like and boom. keep in mind, this is a lot of beef. <laughs> That's a lot of beef, but love that move. Very unique. Uh, yeah, just kept the action going. Crowds chanting, "This is awesome!" And yeah, got a lot of time. Ended up being a damn good match. And uh, late and later on, Roddy comes out, tries to interfere, help the Creeds, but they stop him. Say, "We don't need you, Roddy." This distraction allows the Vikings to gain control. They hit a big double power bomb, get the win. So Roddy, fucking over his team, and yeah, Diamond Mine looks like it's closing out. Yeah, that oh, could. He's be got it. a new buddy. I forget his. Roddy had a new buddy with him. I forget his name. Yeah, Malcolm Bivens is out, and now you know the uh, the Creed brothers. They're on the up and up. Yeah, they're on the up. Uh, Roddy wants out of NXT. He's already Roddy wants NXT, out, but. so. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Uh, Andre Chase took on Grayson Waller. Nothing special here. Uh, Chase dumped Waller to the floor, landed on his buddy Bodie, Bodie Howard, Hayward, something. So, anyways, that distracted Andre as he checked on his friend, and Waller just hits his rolling cutter to get the win. Yeah, because he needs wins on TV. That's my guess. I guess. Uh, another breakout tournament match. You had Roxanne Perez take on Kiana James. And uh, Kiana's gimmick uh, appears to be a mathematician or something. Yeah, I didn't like it. I don't it. know. I don't like <laughs> she just had glasses and she's like, the probability of the... I don't know. Yeah, just, don't like I don't it. Know. it don't weird. like it. If she was wearing a full yeah. lap... If, if, you, if you're going to do it, go more into it. Yeah, all she you had know, was like glasses. Like, yeah, lab coat, <laughs> a beakers, Bunsen clipboard. burners, clipboard. Like, go more into it. Don't just yeah. like look like you're in, like, you kind of looked like low budget porn type of, uh, <laughs> type of look, right? Like, the probability. Like, she, it, it was a little too, yeah. Yeah, it was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no makeup. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the crowd wasn't on her side. They were all cheering for Roxy, and she ends up hitting a code red out of the corner, which they call the Pop Rocks. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she gets the win off that, advances to the semifinals to face Lash Legend. To the finals. Semifinals. Semifinals. I think the other side of the bracket, what were we, what were we saying last week? Nikita Lyons. That's who all signs on that other side of the bracket are pointing to. Yeah, she's an up-and-comer here. Yeah, hopefully we get a good uh, final match there. Yeah. The culmination. Uh, uh, then we had Wes Lee take on Nathan Fraser. Nice, just a fast pass, high-flying, cruiserweight style, jumping all over the place. 
everyone was having fun until Von Wagner shows up and ruins it all. Weird yeah, ass causes. looking Von Wagner. <laughs> He's got like a vest and leather pants. <laughs> he looks like somebody who's desperately searching for an identity. Yeah. He looks a bit better now than he did when he started, but he still needs to hasn't found his look. Yeah, hasn't quite found it yet. <laughs> he searching. will. He will. Don't worry. He's searching. Yeah. Uh he ends up picking up Lee, throws him over the top rope, right onto the announce table, bouncing to the floor. And yeah. then we get the main event of the episode, Santos Escobar taking on Tony D'Angelo. Let's settle this once and for all, one on one. No uh no crews at ringside. Which I think earlier in the night we Yeah, the there names was a of- there was a pre tape where he was like, Hey boys, I'm gonna defeat Escobar on my own. Yeah. And they're and like, they they're the like, names of his buddies. Like, okay, boss, okay, boss. Um as it's like t- two dimes and <laughs> two dimes and stacks. stacks. <laughs> yeah. So kind yeah. of retribution sounding type uh, of Almost. Names. But yeah, but I thought but, but his name should be like, yeah, like Tommy Two Dimes. Or like Yeah, uh, like yeah, Tommy Two Dimes would be a lot better. Yeah, something you know, or yeah, like Jimmy the Box Scaglione, <laughs> yeah, like you know, why because he puts you in a box, you know, like that kind of yeah. thing. I don't I don't Sammy I don't write stacks. this. I don't write this. Uh, anyways, they were all in the back, so we could have one-on-one Santos, Tony D, um, uh, crowd pretty split between both these guys. They liked both of them. Uh, yeah, the exchange momentum, near falls, uh, at one point both men are standing on the top rope. Santos jumps up for a big hurricane rana, uh, so Tony's down, he's crawling over to the corner, he's going, he's looking for his... His crowbar that he stashes by the stairs, but it's gone. And that's when Legato show up on the ramp. They're holding it. They're taunting him. Uh, so that's when Tony's boys show up, and they beat up Legato. So uh, the whole commotion distracts Tony. Escobar manages to slip on some brass knuckles, nails Tony in the face. Ref doesn't see it. Escobar gets the win. It's it's just so hard to care about Santos Escobar, right? Yeah. It's yeah. he he gets like a singles match every month, and it's so fifty fifty that I I feel like is he good? He's got to be good, right? He's <laughs> I kind feel of, like he, him and Andrade. I'm gonna say they're on. Yeah, they're like the, the, they're, yeah, they're, they're like the same. Not because of the way they look, but because of just their character and how they're booked. And like yeah, no, well, yeah, the, their character, how they're booked, and then probably also similar move set. They both come from a lucha style, yeah. right? Like yeah. they, what they do is very similar, and you're always like, yeah, that's cool, but like I don't care. <laughs> yeah, they just never. Yeah, not. It's so bizarre. Yeah, yeah, they're almost yeah, just the exact same. What was his name? And he, uh, yeah, they got a name change, and we haven't like <laughs> we haven't liked it ever since. Mm-hmm. That was. Uh, but that's how. Mm-hmm. That's how yeah, that's our how episode NXT. of NXT wraps up in your house uh, two weekends from now. But uh, more pressing issues. Get, let's get to this week's edition of AEW Dynamite. AEW, all elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. Where we've got more um, Owen Hart tournament matches. Of course, Samoa Joe taking on a Joker. So Samoa Joe taking on either Walking Phoenix, uh, Jack Nicholson, um, Heath Ledger, maybe like a handicap match. Samoa Joe versus the three of them. 
Jared Leto. Cesar Romero? Or C- Cesar Romero. Who's the one that played the Batman in Cesar the Romero. Yeah, Cesar Romero. I think, uh, I think you're yeah. right. You're right. I think that's it. Yeah. Maybe some kind of 1v5 <sighs> type of situation. Mark Hamill? Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill, <laughs> exactly. So uh, uh. <laughs> looking forward to this match. Yeah, I mean, we got another Joker. We got a woman Joker. Well, yeah, yeah, we do have well. a woman Joker. A Harley Quinn, too. if you will. A, a, a Margot Robbie. <laughs> uh. A, uh, I don't know who did the animated one. I think her name is uh, Shit. No. Mr. B. Her name's not Shit. Her name is... <laughs> Is it going to come I mean, to me in Jewish. the next three, two, one? No, not coming to me. But we're kicking off this week's edition with that aforementioned Joker match. Jack Nicholson, does, Jack Nicholson does not come out. Heath Ledger's not come out. Jared Leto, Cesar Romero, and uh, who? Yeah, uh, Walking Phoenix don't come out. Um, but we get the uh, we get the announcement of the Joker, uh, Johnny Elite. Formerly, uh, John Morrison, uh, you know, from remember, remember Mismo, of course, remember uh, that, remember all... when Bad Bunny did the destroyer at Mania? Yeah, that guy, he's back taking on Samoa Joe. Um, I gotta say, when well, I, I gotta say, when I saw Johnny Elite, uh, yeah, I know what you're gonna <laughs> I, were you thinking, Johnny Gargano? Yeah, just I for a second, for and then I'll, Johnny Elite, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny uh, Gargano, exactly right. Like it's, uh, it was also synonymous or whatever, but didn't quite. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's gonna something's gonna happen at Double or Nothing. We know that something always happens. Yeah, well, I saw AEW official Twitter account even tweeted and deleted. Uh, they the the picture of Johnny uh, Elite coming out. They tagged Johnny Gargano in it. Oh really? Real well, that's that, that's, of John that's an honest mistake. <laughs> it was just a funny thing, uh, but yes. Anyway, Samoa Joe, Johnny Elite. Uh, yeah, nice surprise. Still a nice surprise. Uh, mm-hmm. First time him and Samoa Joe ever fought. So let's get cool. a fun little, fun little match out of them here. You know, Johnny doing his crazy parkour style, hitting sideways flips to the floor, and uh, the crowd's still on the side of Joe. Uh, Johnny, but Johnny picks up Joe at one point, hits a Samoan drop on the Samoan, goes for a 450 splash, uh, or he hits the 450 splash, gets a big two count, but then Joe has his comeback, hits the muscle buster, gets the win, so he's moving on, uh, but then afterwards, lethal in his giant attack. Yeah, the crowd. The crowd was hot on this one. The crowd. I mean, the crowd. If you the first match on AEW show is probably the easiest wrestling slot out there. The first <laughs> yeah, match, the opening match of Dynamite, is probably the easiest wrestling crowd on the planet. Uh, we probably would have been, you know, uh, the crowd would have probably gone a little bit crazier. Yeah, if it was a Gargano type or a Cesaro type. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Johnny Elite. So uh, I I don't understand how this guy does. So John Morrison, we know him, we love him. He performs under like six or seven different names, all of which <laughs> yeah. are start with John or Johnny. Or John Morrison, yeah, John or Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Johnny Superstar. Yeah, Johnny Mundo, I think. Uh, John John Hennigan, which I think may be like his. Real name, real name. Uh, right. but now Johnny Nitro, exactly. But now Johnny Elite, exactly. I'm just wondering, like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> he just throws I mean, words behind his name and then wrestles under yeah. that name. I mean, Johnny Elite, you would think he's 
here to stay, but apparently this is just a one-off for now here in AEW. But, and then he's going to go back you know. to John, what you know, Calabrero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, let's move on to our next next match. Konsuke Takeshita taking on Hangman Page. Uh, huge spotlight here for Takeshita. Uh, looking good once again, you know, hanging in there with the world champ. And, and like phys- an physically was matched up with Adam Hangman Page pretty well. Yeah, he's got a great move set, ton of athleticism. Uh, Hangman cuts it off though, hits a nice tombstone pile driver, but Takeshita kicks out. Uh, a bit later, Hangman hits the buckshot lariat. Uh, and the whole time CM Punk's been doing commentary. So Hangman looks right at Punk, picks up Takeshita, hits the GTS just to rub it in. And that gives Paige the win. Punk just says, I love it. I and, love uh, it. Punk was great on commentary for this. Uh, Tux- oh, God. I, 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 the way it's spelled and how they say it in my mind yeah, is so I wrote different. it down phonetically, so I won't forget. It's Takeshita. Yeah, Takeshita. Takeshita. Uh, anyway, CM Punk uh, was talking about Takeshita's uh, Blue Thunder Bomb, saying uh, yeah, he, he, love that he move. Uh, well he, he said uh, he said I you know attri- attributing the uh, the move to El Generico. Yeah, that was a fun name drop. Uh, a fun name drop. I also liked uh, CM Punk came out with a shirt that said "Abortion rights are human rights," and they're in they're in the state of Texas. That was a great take. That great Texas. I love it. Yeah, fuck you, Texas. Sure, I'm sure a lot of people at the uh, at the fucking event are just like, boo, probably. <laughs> yeah, idiots. What, uh, yeah, and so what? Uh, yeah, um, this was a great match. As uh, Adam Hangman Page leads himself up to probably won't wrestle next week. You know, being the go home show and all. Yeah, no, no bother. No reason to risk anything. No. Uh, so yeah, well, Bill probably have a nice promo next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the meantime, we got some tag action. Swerve Strickland, Keith Lee taking on the Work Horseman. Uh, J.D. Drake and who's the other guy? Liam? Is it? J- uh, J.D. Drake is a, is a Work Horseman. I'll give him that. Yeah. I <laughs> forget the other guy. Uh, anyways, Swerve and Lee, they just dominate the match. Uh, they end up hitting this cool powerbomb cave-in combo move to get the win. Oh, that thing looked crazy. Yeah, very cool move. Like Strickland and, gets uh, so much height on that. <laughs> like, yeah, he's like he's like it's like, a super ab- it's like a super stomp. Yeah, and uh, with that victory, that's put Swerve and Lee in the top five for the tag team rankings. So they cut a quick promo talking about that, but then Starks and Hobbs come out say, "Nah, nah, don't get ahead of yourselves. We're next in line for a title shot." And that's when the champs Jurassic Express come out. Uh, but Christian does most of the talking for them. Uh, they lay down a challenge. Let's do it. Triple threat. All three of us teams here at Double or Nothing. That's a great uh, prospect. Yeah, that can be a lot of fun. Because I feel like Lucha, um, Jurassic Express have had the championships for a long time and it haven't done much with it. I got to say it. Yeah, I haven't had that great match yet that we remember like. Lucha Brothers with the cage match. Yeah, because because and because yeah, it's almost like each each of these reigns that these people that every team in AEW has had has been defined by one of those matches. The uh, yeah, the Kenny Omega Adam Hangman Page Young Bucks match, of course, yeah. Young Bucks and Lucha Bros back and forth and back and forth. But in the past couple of months, it's been FTR's world, and we're just living in it. 
Yeah, they really have been. The, I mean, yeah, the number one team without even being the AEW yeah. champs. So, uh, MJF comes out to cut a promo on Wardlow, and uh, <laughs> I don't know if you, I don't know what you thought, but I thought MJF his uh, spray tan was looking a little off. It looked week. a little off. There was one moment <laughs> where where I was kind of like, okay, that's his thing or whatever. He looks, you know, he, uh, but he lifted. His camera zoomed into his hands. It was the hands. hands, right? Okay, yeah. I'm glad you saw, you saw that hand too, where there yeah, was like just when the hands. There's I think a the couple hands, different like, colors. When you're rubbing it on yourself with your own hands, it makes your hands look weird, apparently. However, you know. know, however it works. But he's turning into uh, a little Hogan. <laughs> this is a mini Hogan. <laughs> this is Hogan level spray tan here, folks. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we bring out Wardlow. He's in handcuffs. He's shirtless because he's about to receive his 10 belt whips. Uh, so MJF, he does the first and Wardlow just laughs it off. Doesn't even react. And then the second one, same thing. He's not even reacting to it. So MJF gets pissed. He throws down his jacket, then just unleashes a flurry. One, two, three, four, five. Right in a row. So seven lashings now. Wardlow still just smiling, no selling it. But the camera shows huge red welts, just like giant X on his back from the crossing of the belt. The crossing but, of uh, the belt. <laughs> he's toughing it out. And uh, Spears steps up. He takes a turn. So... He were at eight. He hits a ninth. Uh, and on the ninth one, Wardlow finally flinches a little bit. So, I mean, he's human. Come on. But just one left, and the crowd's chanting Wardlow. MJF grabs the belt. He winds up and then kicks Wardlow in the nuts and then just unleashes on a bunch of extra whips. He's past the 10 mark. And then he puts on the diamond ring, punches Wardlow, knocks him out. Is this the third time? This is the third time we've done this, right? <laughs> yeah, at least. Because we lashed, we lashed Cody. I don't remember what we did to Jericho, but we did something of the to the effect. I of, feel like he got lashed as well, but maybe not. Maybe that's just MJF's thing. You know, he wants to lash you. He wants <laughs> to lash you. He didn't lash the yeah. Uh No, he did not. Um. Uh, anyways. Wardlow has passed the first test, so we'll get the cage match, I guess, next yeah, week. Yeah, Sean Spears, Wardlow, next week. Yeah. Uh, so. I guess that's kind of like Wardlow needs to win, probably, to book his ticket to uh, double or nothing. Yeah, I mean, MJF says, Wardlow, you're 0-2 in cage matches, buddy. So, see a good point. Statistically, he's not wrong. <laughs> uh, we got our Owen Hart quarterfinal. Kyle O'Reilly takes on Ray Phoenix. Good stuff here. Nice, nice mix of uh, speed versus technicality. Mm -hmm. uh, Phoenix hits a real good, just a topaken hero flying through the rope. Both guys just go flying into the guardrail. Nice move there. Uh, but the whole time, Kyle's just working away over Phoenix's arm, looking for the submission. And uh, at the end, he finally locks in an arm bar. That injured arm, Phoenix taps out quick because he doesn't want to risk, you know, popping that sucker back. Well, again, so. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. So Kyle O'Reilly advances to the semifinals. Wow, look at, look at that. Yeah, a little bit of a surprise. I wouldn't have necessarily picked him for the final uh, four, but uh, good for you, Kyle. Yeah, good, good Canadian kid. That's how. <laughs> That's how we do it. Uh, then we bring out the Blackpool Combat Club and the Jericho Appreciation Society and uh, Santana Kingston 
or yeah, Ortiz, they're all out there with Blackpool as well. And uh, but it ends up being just Regal and Jericho exchanging words. Uh, at first, Jericho just runs down Regal and salts him. Says he could have been a world champion, but ended up a world class addict, and uh, just runs down everyone else in the ring. Eddie Kingston talks about Moxley's rehab, and uh, when he's finally done running his mouth, Regal responds. Uh, the crowd, they started giving Regal the what chant. Uh, yeah, I can't tell if this is a uh, like a just like a WrestleMania hangover <laughs> or. Well, I mean, to be fair, it was one. I mean, it was not a very good. I mean, Regal says he used to grab Jericho's toothbrush and shove it up his ass. Did you notice Eddie Kingston holding up a toothbrush? Behind, I didn't. Willie no, Regal? I didn't see that. Oh, I got, I got to send, you, I got to send you this photo. It makes the entire promo worth it. <laughs> I mean, even still, it just feels. I feel like that's too low brow for Regal. He's such a gentleman. Oh, He's yeah, such okay, a- <laughs> good. I, I understand. I understand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if Eddie Kingston had said it and held up the toothbrush, I'm like, oh yeah, Eddie got you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, either way, we end up. Jericho says, "All right, let's challenge. I challenge you five to the third ever." Stadium stampede match. But Moxley says, no, no, I ain't doing that shit. That double or nothing is going to be you versus us. Five on five. Anything goes. Gang violence. Uh, They should have just ended the promo there, but then it kept going a bit longer. Yeah, okay. (laughs) It's a good point. I didn't care about anything after that. (laughs) Uh, Which brings us to our next match. Dr. Britt Baker taking on the women's joker in the Owen Hart quarterfinal. Mm-hmm. And uh, we end up getting Maki Ito, the pop star from Japan. We saw her briefly before here in NXT. She had a couple matches. and uh, I loved her the first time we saw her. I liked the gimmick. <laughs> love, we, she, uh, love me a good gimmick. She sings her whole she entrance. She sings the she's entrance the too. Like, like, she's, like she's coming up on uh, the masked singer. Yeah. That's it. Uh, yeah, so fun match. Or well, right, the, the the bell rings at the very beginning. Uh, Britt walks up to Maki and they hug, and then Maki just falls to the mat. Britt covers her. The fix is in, but uh, not quite. Maki reverses it, gets a two count, uh, and then Britt punches Maki in the face, and then she just starts to whine and cry like a baby. I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, she, she, she shows us, <laughs> this entire match shows us, she could just teach a class on... Great character. Work. Yeah, or just charisma. <laughs> how charisma uh, how to charisma. Yeah, like, yeah, I loved it. Uh, the way she's just like stomping on Baker's toes and rubbing it in, gives her the finger. She even got a Let's Go Maki chant. Let's go Crowd was, Maki. you know... Like, it was almost 50-50, Maki versus Britt Baker. Well, exactly. That's a good sign for her. Yeah, shows how good she is. and she got a good amount of offense in, but eventually Britt hits the big super kick, applies the lockjaw, gets the submission win. So Baker advances to the semifinals to face Tony Storm. But I hope that uh, we see some more Maki Ito. I think she's in, the division needs some characters like her. She's a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, why the hell not, right? Yeah. Crowd loves singing Judas, and they learn this song. We can have another nice. <laughs> we need a second sing-along. song to sing. Yeah. Uh, then Tony Schiavone's in the ring trying to plug Double or Nothing when Serena Deeb comes out, just starts yelling at him for uh, 
siding with Hikaru Shida last week, and Dustin Rhodes comes out to try to calm deep down, and she starts laying into him, and then she just starts going on about all her tribulations, being a woman in the business, uh, shaving my head, having to put implants in my body just to satisfy old perverts. Uh, the pro, the whole promo seemed kind of out of nowhere, but I mean, the, the message she's giving is good, but it just seemed like yeah, it felt a little like, like wait, where did what? this come from? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, where did this come from? Like, like uh, who? And also, who? Her, Tell yeah. us specifically, Serena. We want <laughs> well, to help. I, 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 I can guess a couple well, names. Vince, yeah, but say it, <laughs> say it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was her delivery was not the greatest, and the crowd was doing the what chance again. So yeah, it was a bad time. I don't know. Bad time for that. Yeah, like I like the message she was conveying, but the whole thing just felt a little, little off the rails. And uh, eventually, Thunder Rosa comes out, and Dustin tries to restrain Rosa. Deeb grabs Rosa's belt, nails her in the head with it, and yeah, I just I don't know. I didn't like the segment. I'm not too excited for the title match, and Rosa's Rosa's reign just isn't been what it should be. Rosa's reign. Well, we well, I think it's and we do this, and this happens all the time, everywhere. You know, like somebody wins a championship, and then they kind of go dark a little bit because, like, you just kind of you 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 traded two championships too soon, so you need one to go cold so the other one can stay hot, and then you bring the the other one back up. Yeah, we saw that with Adam Page, right? I don't think Adam Page had a match for like a month after he won uh, after yeah. he won uh at winter is coming yeah. right or i i can't remember the exact timeline but yeah it was a little bit of time right you need someone to cool off mm-hmm. for a bit unfortunately thunder rosa couldn't come back with uh with that yeah so i mean i'm sure the match will still be good but yeah the storyline has not really been there at all no unfortunately i mean all the stuff she said here had nothing to do with rosa really like Rosa had nothing to do with. Yeah, then Rosa going like, "I didn't perverts. tell you to get your f- yeah. fucking tits." <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, Jesus Christ! Yeah. I just wanted to say I want to wrestle, but uh, okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll we'll get to that. Yep. Next week, but uh, let's go to the main events. Adam Cole taking on Jeff Hardy in an Owen Hart semifinal. Uh, they're just cram. This week was cram full of these Owen Hart's. I feel like they spread the qualifiers too thin. And they spread them out. They spread them out ones. too much. Yeah, maybe that's what it yeah. was. Instead of having like one a week per show, they're like, "Oh shit, we're running out of time." Yeah. Now they have to care. Like, fuck the pay per views next week. We need to get to the finals. <laughs> go, let's go, let's go, let's go, 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 go. Yeah. So, anyways, Cole Hardy semifinal. Uh, Cole attacks Hardy during his entrance to gain the advantage, and he's just beating him down for a while, uh, most of the match until Jeff has his comeback. He hits an inverted twist of fate, uh, goes for the Swanton Bomb, but Cole avoids it, hits the boom, gets the win. So Adam Cole is going to the finals where he'll face either Samoa Joe or Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, but after the match, Cole and the Bucks, they continue to beat down the Hardys. So Sting and Darby run out to make the save, but then the rest of the Undisputed Elite come out. So all the baby faces are getting beaten down and uh, Sting gets it the worst they wrap a chair around his ankle and then Kyle O'Reilly hits the knee drop on top of it and uh, I mean the brawl continues and then we just kind of run out of time Tony's like we're out of time go off the air (laughs) I hope Rampage starts and they're still going at it (laughs) yeah like I think I mean this is we AEW has cut it close a lot of times they 
Uh, they they have a pretty hard out most of the time, so I think they were just kind of racing to the finish here. And they who might. knows? I'm sure it was supposed to end, but maybe they were supposed to do something else. But yeah, maybe they're supposed to be like really that, like, that one, like that one final spot. Yeah, but either way, we got the picture, and uh, that was the end of the episode. Well, yeah, it almost seemed to point in a couple different directions, right? Like uh, a, a Bucks Hardy. Yeah. Or yeah, a Red that. Dragon, Al- Darby Allen and Sting. Uh, or maybe combine all four. Uh, well, we have two. <laughs> we have an eight-man tag eight man and tag. a ten-man tag on the fucking uh, <laughs> Maybe that's too much, yeah. Yeah, that might be too That'd much. Be a lot. Who knows? AEW loves their tag, tag matches. Yeah, certainly uh, do. Or maybe they just do that. Yeah, I don't know. Certainly do. Don't know. And that is how uh, that's how Dynamite goes off the air, and that's how our show comes to a conclusion. There's only one more thing for us to do, Mike. Uh, so let's bring you a wrestler of the week. Mr. Wrestler of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week. I'm going to go here at you first. We just saw him as Tony Schiavone was rushing to the completion of uh, of the episode. Kyle O'Reilly giving a great, I uh, really, really enjoyed the match with Ray Phoenix. And he did a bit in this brawl at the end there. He goes to the chair shot on Sting, who, Sting, king of the no-sell. <laughs> yeah. And Kyle O'Reilly, king of the cell. Selling the no cell. Selling the no cell. <laughs> uh, Sting gets his hands. Uh, he, he he hits him with a chair shot. No no sells it. Sting gets his hands on the chair and just throws it at Kyle O'Reilly's head, but very gently, just enough that I don't want to put my hands up to block this one. <laughs> right, yeah. and he he falls the hell back. Uh, Kyle yeah, Kyle O'Reilly, Ricochet, AJ Styles. These guys should just be in a triple threat of selling. <laughs> they are great. They're great uh, at it. I'm gonna give it to someone who just entertained me a lot. Maki Ito, a lot of fun. Want to see more of you? Ma- I love it. Maki I love the little- Ito. She. Uh, I like that bit that she did where she was like, she Britt Baker throws her forehead into the corner. And, oh, then yeah, and then she, she kind of like stops herself and then does it again to psych herself up and then it starts pumps going like, up. ah! And yeah. The crowd was going nuts for that one. That's what I mean. She's got the charisma. Like you said, I just, yeah, she's doesn't, she knows what she's doing. She doesn't seem like, like even when she's being silly, she's confident in it. And so. Exactly. If you buy into it, the crowd will buy into hey, it. Hey, that's all. That's all we have to do. We're, we're buying into Hookhausen. Exactly. We just need you guys to buy into Hookhausen. That's the time we have for this week's edition. Rate, review, live, subscribe. The show is everywhere. Um, next week, we got our big home show to double or nothing. I really can't wait. Uh, always always love a good AEW pay-per-view, you know? That's right, baby. Cannot wait. Uh, yeah. yeah. One of the hottest shows of the year. Every year. Always is. Double or nothing. So let's close things out. Uh, the devil bowed his head because he knew that he'd been beat and he laid the golden microphone down at the Shoot Brothers' feet. The Shoot Brothers said, Devil, come back if you ever want to try again. We told you once, you son of a bitch, we're the best that's ever been. Intro.